Hello, Next Picture Show listeners. Scott Tobias here. This week, we had originally intended to start our pairing of Dogtooth and Kajillionaire because we were told that Kajillionaire was coming to VOD one week after opening in select theaters. But now the film is coming to VOD in mid-October. And since we don't feel comfortable encouraging people to head out to the movies during a pandemic, we're going to hold those episodes for a few more weeks. So instead, we're sharing this Patreon bonus episode of The Lobby, which is our segment dedicated to quick post-viewing reactions of the movies of the day. In this case, Genevieve Kosky and I talking about the new Disney live-action remake of Mulan. We'll be back on schedule next week, however, when we pair up the extraordinary new Kirsten Johnston documentary, Dick Johnson is Dead, with the smoke and mirrors of Orson Welles' F for Fake. Thank you for understanding, and please enjoy. Hello, Next Picture Show Patreon subscribers. Welcome to another edition of The Lobby. I'm Genevieve Kosky, here with Scott Tobias. Hello, Scott. Hey, Genevieve. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. And I just finished watching a little movie called Mulan uh, on the Disney Plus app where it is available to watch. I'm not, uh, yes. I'm not going to say buy because you do not own it. Uh, no. you, you rent you it. Have I guess. You have premier, premier access. access. Yes. For, yeah. uh, you, you can know. visit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's um, like a dog in the pound or something. You can kind of, you can kind of take a visit. Yes. Uh, that, that, of course, is uh, how Mulan is rolling out here in the United States, where the uh, coronavirus has uh, severely impacted its theatrical rollout. But it is getting a theatrical rollout in other parts, uh, notably China, where it is set. Um, this is another one of Disney's live action remakes of its animated hits. This one, of course, of the 99 feature film Mulan do I have I, sh I probably should have looked that up before yeah, before starting uh, to say it but I 98 I was close yes uh, felt, it felt, 99 <laughs> felt wrong because that was like so that, 99 it was the, is the year that we go over so often because it was so classic but yes yeah. um but but yes Mulan was a 98 animated Disney film um telling the story of a sort of folk hero in uh Chinese history and definitely sort of took the Disney fairy tale approach to the story um and and this new Mulan is arguably trying to maybe correct some of that or, you know, at least present itself as a more historically, I don't want to say accurate, but at least respectful <laughs> depiction of Mulan. There are no uh, magical dragons named Mushu in this version. There are also <laughs> no songs in this version of, of Mulan. So uh, not, not, uh, uh, there is when I watch it. <laughs> It, it starts. It start randomly singing "Be a Man" uh, to my yeah, family's I mean, they, annoyance. They, they do give you the little. The, the, it's in the orchestration, so if you know the oh, the Mulan God. songs, you can. Uh, okay, we can talk about. That. Yeah. Well, okay, but I, I'm not going to step on your introduction here. Oh, I ahead. mean, this introduction is, is is already off the rails. Okay. But you know, we're we're here to talk about Mulan, and yeah. of, of the next picture show uh, co-hosts, I think probably the two that are are most uh distrusting of the disney uh, <laughs> uh live action remakes i don't know tasha kind of hates them too oh, um God. but yeah. but you know i am i'm on well, you're record. not a junk you're not even a jungle book person no like that no one. um yeah. i yeah i mean i have a whole sort of unified theory of uh disney live action uh, adaptation hatred that uh, we can yeah. maybe delve into here but um let's start talking about the movie first scott okay. what did you think of mulan you know what I I for the most part I liked it believe it or not um, because 
uh, I mean, for one, it, it is, you know, a different experience than the animated movie. I mean, these are, this is a standard that Disney is setting for us that is so low, <laughs> uh, uh, because you know, you look at you look at something like beauty and the beast or you look at um aladdin and the the live action versions of that and uh, those movies and they're like okay they're just trying to they're not trying to do anything other than give you the same story and the same songs and everything else that you have already seen and enjoyed maybe and a bonus it. song maybe a new song right exactly like 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 uh and, and they're maybe always a character really... is kind of gay now <laughs> That's right. What was the yeah? What was the bonus song in Aladdin? It was like so loud. It was like I can't remember, but it was it was given to the, to Jasmine. And in any case, not great. Um, and and it, it, you don't feel like any of this is necessary. And it's just it's a lot of Disney paying off its own IP, which it does constantly. If you have and if you have Disney Plus, you really get the mm-hmm. full effect of that because there's so much self mythologizing on that and documentaries. Like like the Imagineering story, which is about the Disney parks, yeah. um, and brand that, and deposits, so many right, brand deposits. <laughs> right, I mean, so much of that stuff, and and uh, and so at Mulan, I was grateful, you know, for it to f- have a little bit of a different feel, and and I f- and it's gonna, it's like my first wuxia mm-hmm. for for kids, and and you know, maybe I was somewhat influenced by sitting next to my kids and watching it on family movie night, <laughs> but they were like blown away by the movie they were so excited because they'd never really seen any you know action staged like that before Mm -hmm. and and um that kind of that kind of movement and and color and you know mass armies and and uh it was just it was exciting for them and um and so i I maybe that influenced me a little bit um in in looking towards this film kindly because it's not a film of great depth it's i don't think it's a film that takes a whole lot of chances even though even though it's a little bit different than uh the animated movie um but i thought it was like just basically pretty satisfying um what do you think yeah i i actually feel kind of similarly for a lot of the same reasons as you um and you you kind of did a, a good job encapsulating what i don't like about these disney live action uh remakes is when they just essentially translate the animated film to live action and don't, you know, change the tone or the, you know, it's still a musical, the, you you know, there might be a little surface difference here or there, but essentially it's the same movie. And I Mm -hmm. think I am very resentful of that approach as a fan of animation because of what it seems to say about the animated form is that it is like inherently, or it's not a real movie until it's live action, you know, so we're going to make this movie, this animated movie bigger and better and more real by making it live action. Yeah. So I get really kind of upset by these uh, films for that reason when they don't do something different. You know, I, I hate Beauty and the Beast because of that. I, oh. Aladdin is really bad. Even Cinderella, you know, which doesn't necessarily have the same musical feel as as the original uh, Cinderella, just still kind of has the same like heightened feel of, of the original. Um, and the... You know, the Disney live action remakes I do like, um, like, say, Pete's Dragon are, mm, yeah. y- you know, first of all, uh, a very unexpected choice, <laughs> you, yeah. you know, which is which is perfect yeah. because like, who gives a shit? About <laughs> yeah. Dragon? yeah. I, mean, I, I enjoyed Pete's Dragon when I was a little kid, but like, that's not a property. Anybody is going to be like, 
wait a minute, you can't do that with Pete's Dragon. You cannot, you know. Yeah. You can... and, and even something like Maleficent, like I, I don't yeah. love Maleficent, but I at least respect that it is at least approaching the story from a different angle. It's not just regurgitating yeah. it in quote unquote live action, which is in many cases barely live action. And here's where I bring in, you know, Jungle Book or, or Lion King, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the Fav- John Favreau's sort of full CGI recreations. And that is sort of the same problem again. It's like, it, oh, it's not good enough that it's a 2D cell animated movie. We ha- we're going to have to make it CG and, you know, really animated. You know, now it can be a movie today, you know, yeah. and not this old fashioned type of movie that we don't care about anymore. So, um, so that's sort of my, my little I love rant, the rant. The, my, my, my baseline great, no, rant. That is such a great rant. <laughs> I, I love it. And, and the thing, it, it just it has me thinking because uh, our, our the, the family movie night we just did was for Zathura, which is which is fine. Which but with jo- what John Favreau directed it, mm-hmm. and it's part of the Jumanji verse. And my kids right. really like Jumanji and didn't even know it existed. But the thing about that sets Zathura apart. Is that it is? Pra- it is just loaded with practical effects. That was like something he was like insistent on, mm. and then and now 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 Favreau, you know, becomes like Disney's Disney Marvel's go to guy, and he's doing he's doing all the most kind of photorealistic, you know, animation. And I just think the overall effect of of these live action versions. It's enervating. They're just boring. Mm-hmm. They're boring to watch. All of them, um, and not all of them, but but I mean, like the ones that are just replications of, of things that that have been done before, you know, in animated form. Um, so so in that sense, Mulan was a nice, refreshing change. I mean, in, in fact, some of the weaknesses I think of Mulan are when it kind of calls back to, mm-hmm. the animated version. I mean, I think the 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 device of the phoenix, um, is a little bit is a little cheesy. I mean, I think that's kind of like, you know, I guess that's kind of sort of half recalls the the, the dragon or Mushu. The, uh, yeah. It's not a sidekick necessarily, but that visual component is there. And then, of course, it has the really cheesy kind of like, you know, Game of Thrones, a Daenerys moment with the wings. Remember that, you know, the wings behind her? Yeah. You, oh, yeah. right. Oh, so bad. <laughs> um, and then, and then, and then the, the one small minor touch that drove me bananas was um, incorporating uh, reflection, uh, the song, into <laughs> the score on yeah. occasion. Ah, oh, so just let it go. If you've decided, no, that's a, that's a, a different decision, movie. Let it go is a different movie, Scott. <laughs> I mean, was I? I mean, did you not roll your eyes when you heard like reflection suddenly find its way into the score? I mean, I, I no more than I rolled my eyes when Ming Na Wen made a, a cameo appearance. She was the voice of the animated Mulan, and here mm. she. Uh, let's see, what is her character called? She is an esteemed guest who introduces Mulan to the emperor. Uh, so un- un- unnamed role, but okay. And I think I just like accept that there are going to be those nods, those sort of clumsy nods to um, to the original, especially in a movie like this that does diverge fairly substantially from from it. I, I feel like this being Disney and it being a brand deposit, which is a term yeah. from like 10 years ago that I will never let go of. I will keep calling them brand deposits, even though Disney wants to pretend that's a, a term that never came out of someone's mouth. <laughs> um, 
and I, I should I should note, um, I, I actually rewatched the animated Mulan right before this because I was doing oh. some some kitchen baking work, and uh, it seemed like a good thing to have on in the background while I was making dumplings. Actually, um, oh po- fun Polish dumplings, but you know they're eh, dumplings, dumpling. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was very primed to see those direct nods in the new Mulan, and I mean. Yeah, it it makes me roll my eyes, but so does a lot about just the mere existence of this movie. Yeah. Um, So I'm trying not to get too hung up on that because it's all sort of like tied into these baseline feelings I have about these movies. And I'm trying to think, I'm trying to approach this movie more on its own terms in this discussion, or we're going to start trying to do that now, I guess. We've um, done okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean what, what is its own terms, though? I mean, that, you know, I mean, that, you... well, okay. So you, you brought up the, the Phoenix, which mm-hmm. honestly didn't really stand out to me as, you know, being too bad. And in part because it was, it functioned as part of the, a mirror to the hawk that the character played by Gong Li, uh, Zhang Yang, uh, turns into, shapeshifts into, you know, she's a, a witch who's an ally of, of the bad guy figure. And uh, Mulan has a sort of confrontation with Zhang Yang and, uh, toward the latter third of the film. And they kind of talk about the idea of chi, which the movie keeps coming back to as being, you know, it's almost like the force, you know, yeah. the way the way that they talk about more, it. More and more brand deposits. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it kind of hammers home, not very elegantly. Nothing in this movie is uh, done very elegantly on, on the script level. But, you know, the idea that a powerful woman is more likely to be thought of as a witch and treated as a witch um, than as a, a leader, you know, or a, a soldier even. And Zhang Yang is trying to get Mulan to just sort of embrace that fact and, you know, em- embrace her her power on her own terms and not someone else's terms. And it's an interesting addition to the, to the Mulan uh, narrative, especially compared to the version that the animated uh, film told. And also this film, you'll note, opens with a voiceover from, I believe it's supposed to be Mulan's dad. I never like checked the I think so, yeah. Um, you know, and it and it opens with him talking about how, you know, there are basically like there are many versions of the Milan story. Here's mine, here's one, which seems just sort of uh, an attempt at covering bases as far as historical uh, accuracy goes. But, you know, I in terms of this version of the story, I I respect the impulse to add this character of, of Zhang Yang and sort of the uh, introducing the idea of what power when wielded by women is perceived to be in a patriarchal society. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it doesn't go there all the way. It's, you know, and as I've already kind of snarked a couple times the writing here the screenplay is not good the dialogue is is very uh stilted and uh-huh. just honor this honor that constantly yeah. um, so it does i don't think it does enough with that idea uh, or with that relationship between those two women to be fully satisfying but you know if we're talking about how this film attempts to distinguish itself from from the original i think that is a, a big and could have been important way yeah it, it is one of those things where it's it's um 
good enough to where you wish it were better <laughs> for <Yeah>. sure <laughs> um um i i know my 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 oldest daughter responded most of that character to Gong mm-hmm. Lee's character um and i mean she's very cool most intri- looking too like she, she looks cool yeah. and i think i just i think there was just a i think she just kind of latched on to that to that the idea of that that character well i think i think you know uh, my daughter is like a is a big fantasy ya fantasy mm-hmm. fanatic and and uh and i think you know characters like that um um who have a bit of a dark side are attractive to her but 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 i mean i think the film ultimately yeah turns away from that character and and, uh, and sort of affirms the patriarchy mm-hmm. affirms kind of like this system the, which to which yeah. she is ultimately sacrificing herself yeah. for ri- taking risks for uh is to is to keep in place you know a system that isn't at all welcome welcoming of what she uh, to what she does unless unless you know I mean, it's only welcoming to her specifically because she does she's capable of doing such astonishing things right. that she's kind of undeniable but uh, but even so it's not like she's you know is in line for the throne or anything yeah. either well, and that's another thing that this movie does is it makes Mulan herself kind of a like it gives her the force, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. she she has this natural fighting ability, this almost supernatural fighting ability that we see like in in her introduction, you know, when she slides down the the building's roof or, or whatever, you know, like these sort of this hyper realistic ability that she has, and that too I think undercuts some more interesting things the movie could have engaged with because it just brings it back to this sort of chosen one narrative it's like no she Mm -hmm. is the most specialist the most best (laughs) fighter you know she just she has it you know her dad has it so she has it and now that she has brought honor to her father and now she can bring honor to the emperor you know yeah Uh, so what you do in these movies bring honor to people yeah, and, and like I would never expect Disney to do this, but like I want to see the version of the movie where Mulan does throw her lot in with Gong Li's character and they actually challenge the system. Yeah, I mean why why yeah, I mean why should we be in love with the way things are? It doesn't really seem like it seems like the system kinda stinks. <laughs> You know, like, like, just like, it seems already unjust to kind of come come into town and and demand, uh, you know, demand that so one person from each family kind of comes and joins the fight. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's and as, for, as and, you and were, for what you know, yeah. as you were saying before we started recording, uh, just when we were chatting, like it's a very nationalistic movie in a lot of ways, and maybe yeah. that's uh, maybe that's our cue to sort of get into the China of it all and sort of the the controversy pileup. <laughs> <laughs> that has uh, kind of formed yeah. around this film and how so much of it sort of links back to it being a property that is was very much designed with the Chinese market in mind for better and and worse. Yeah, I mean that, and, and that's kind of the. I mean, there are a lot of unsavory aspects to it in that respect, it, it, and it's a difficult topic. I don't think it's as cut and dried as a lot of people um, seem to think it is um whenever you're talking about american business in china you kind of have to be careful making really firm statements because especially when you're talking about your own interaction with your own participation you know american america and china are are strongly intertwined as as Mm -hmm. business partners and and there's a lot of 
things that go along with that that are not okay. <laughs> and, um, and, um, and the deeper that Disney gets into... I mean, the problem with Mulan ends up being it feels like an open courtship of... <laughs> Chinese fa- favor, mm-hmm. which is you know, yeah, you know, and of course there's a lot of things surrounding the the movie that uh, you know a lot of extra textual things surrounding the movie that uh, affirm that kind of reading as well. You know, from from the lead actress's you know support for the police against against demos- demonstrators in 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 Hong Kong. I mean, for one, two. Um, you know the the company thanking government agencies in a province that was where a genocide is happening. So yeah. so uh, Xinjiang, that, that, I believe, is the right. Name yes, of the province. sort of the northwest area of China. So yeah, I mean, it's very hard to. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to make any. I don't want to be strident. I guess about it because I think there's because I think once you start getting into like. Uh, the relationship between Disney and China, then you have to get, you, you know, it's just hard. It's, it's all hard a to film get... in China. It's not just Disney. It's, it's right. I mean, Disney exactly. is so much of film, you know, yeah. uh, right now that it's especially Disney, but you know, but, but all, uh, you know, we're seeing, I mean, so many, uh, you know, American studio films are, are being made with that, that market in mind and being tailored and, and at times, um, censored or 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 politically buffed in order to to make it into that market and it's all disappointing it's been disappointing for a really long time i mean you think about a movie like martin scorsese's kundun which was um which touchstone pictures produced back in the day and disney had to apologize for ever thinking to make that movie i mean it was a huge scandal that they ever made that film and that's again not not okay. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's not okay that we're not able to see, you know, a side of of China that is, or or, or a take on China that is uh, something that, you know, the, the powers that be would not approve of. I mean, that's that's not great. Yeah, but at least we have not only a new version of Reflection by Christina Aguilar, <laughs> we have a new Christina Aguilar end credit song as well for this oh, version of Mulan. Yeah, I didn't so. stick around. <laughs> Is it as memorable as Reflection? Uh, it's it's called Loyal, Brave, and True, which uh-huh. are the three words that are repeated uh, oh, most right. after honor in, in this film. <laughs> well, they're part of the, part of the, the sword, right? She's yeah. carrying a sword that yeah. has those three yeah, yeah. three slogans on it. And then, and then at the end, what's the one that is added? It's like fidelity to family or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if you share Mulan's worldview in terms of certain things, then, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, that tugs at the old heartstrings. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it means maybe... it means a lot to Christina Aguilera. Yes. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, Scott, any any final words on on Mulan? I think we are both uh, more than ready to to close yeah, the book it's on this fine. one. I mean, you know, it's just I think it again. If it if it is a gateway movie for kids to get into Wuxia, if they suddenly find yeah. themselves uh, um, wanting to explore more films of of that of that kind um maybe starring some of the people who are actually in the movie i mean there's the you know jelly's <laughs> in the movie and donnie yen's in the movie yeah. um then 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 all, then 
that's fine. I mean, yeah, what's, I mean, what's it's, the, it's, what's the next? So, so say, say, say your daughter really mm-hmm. responded to the the Busha elements here. Yeah. What, what's what's next? Crouching Tiger? Is that 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 would yeah, that, think, that's probably so. what I would. I think so. Say. I mean, I, Hero would be another one if we want to mm-hmm. stick with supernatural uh, nationalistic movies. We can go with Hero. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, though, though, I would if I were to to. I mean, it's not Wuxia, but I would I would. Um, I might shift gears and show show them like Drunken Master, one of the Jackie Chan oh. movies, Super Cup or something something that something that's funny, mm-hmm. you know, that, that has that kind of like Buster Keaton element to it, um, that's accessible and, and kid friendly. Um, so it's an interesting thought, and I think you know, again, since we're here in quarantine forever, <laughs> basically, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and, and, and Fridays are always family movie night for my fa- family. It's been a traditions that we started and are going to probably keep up forever hmm. uh it would appear um maybe that's, that's the ticket maybe i yeah. need to kind of like get them into this type of movie because they're really fun and uh, and and you know they were dazzled by this as they should be i mean it's a it's there's, there's a lot for them to catch up on and, and a lot better f- films for them to see so <laughs> all right well start well, Mulan, gateway into much better films. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ringing endorsement. Yeah. All right. Well, Scott, thanks for talking. And yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be back to talk about something else soon. And okay. as always, thank you to our Patreon subscribers. For sure.